we'd like to welcome you back to our third and final part. Actually, this is part eight, sorry, of the Hidden Luciferians in Christian Culture. It's the third part for today, for July 3rd, 2011. But it's actually the eighth part of this particular study we've done on Hidden Luciferians in Christian Culture. Now, we're going to talk about the guy, the gentleman, as some would refer who has done all the artwork for Pod. I don't. I think by the end of this we're going to see he's no gentleman. Um, Daniel Martin Diaz. He is the guy that's responsible for all this wicked, wicked artwork that Pod is promoting, selling on their album covers, on clothing lines, as backdrops for their concerts. This is the devil that evidently Pod vetted I mean, they must have really checked into this guy. I mean, he, he had the right stuff. You know? I mean, this guy is nothing more than a high-level witch. Occultist. And he admits it. And this is who Pod has over and over and over again done, have, have employed to do all of this wicked satanic artwork that you see. Covering everything that has anything to do with them. His name is Daniel Martin Diaz. The artwork for Payable on Death was created by art artist Daniel Martin Diaz. One reviewer describes Diaz's art as, quote, a common iconography runs through all of his drawings. Diaz, Diaz's world is made up of scorpions and snakes, skulls and detached limbs, crucifixions and saints, astrological symbols, and hearts on fire. This is just an extension of what is inside this man. He's just putting it in an artwork type of form. He's full of darkness, devils, and demons, and he's just displaying this in his artwork. One of Diaz's esoteric drawings is titled Ma Magicious, which depicts the head of a woman on the body of a moth with four eyes covering the wings. Through the head... Though the head is crowned, the body ends with a tail of a scorpion. Under the figure, Diaz has a written a script with the words to Hail Mary in Latin. I mean, you, this is some really dark, dark stuff here. The stuff that he does. The demonic number 13 also appears in much of Diaz's works. And we've documented that 13 in pods. Well, he did it. This should be there. LA Times describes Diaz's sick and perverted drawing titled Life, as in one drawing, we find a crowned Virgin Mary connected through an umbilical cord that stems from a cross around her neck to a free-floating, half-reptilian fetus characterized elsewhere as Jesus Christ. This is one of his drawings. And this is the guy that Pod has em employed for their artwork on their album covers. I guess it shouldn't surprise us. So this article goes on to say, Can you believe such blasphemy? The Lord Jesus Christ is, is de depicted as a satanic half-reptilian? May I remind you, Satan is a serpent or a reptile of Genesis 3, not the Lord Jesus Christ. The picture has also written number 13, Christus Fetus. Like Christ Fetus? Number 13, this guy, the fact that he hasn't been struck dead by God is a miracle, I would have to say. I mean, this is, 
This is so blasphemous. And this is just one of the Christian rock groups out there that are doing this garbage. But it's okay because they call themselves Christians so I can just ignore all the other garbage, all the other satanic, overtly satanic stuff that they do. You know, it all, it, it's all good. It's, 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 as long as we stamp a Christian veneer on something, it makes it all right. They can do whatever they want to do and it's still good. This is the level of discernment that the average Christian, you know, at least in America, has um, fallen to. They have no discernment. They have none. Anything goes. Judge not lest ye be judged. We can't judge Pod. He who is spiritual judgeth all things. Judge righteous judgment. As Jesus Christ said. When we don't judge is when we have a beam in our own eye and we judge the speck in our brothers. That's when we don't judge lest ye be judged. That's hypocritical judgment. But because we haven't, because the church at large hasn't judged this garbage, it's totally rampant, prevalent, and nothing's even said. Oh, we mustn't judge. The Bible says to mark them which cause division and offenses contrary to the doctrine which you have learned, and avoid them. For they that are such serve not our Lord Jesus Christ, but their own belly. Their own carnal desires, in other words. And by good words and fair speeches deceive the hearts of the simple. Romans verse uh, Romans 16, verse 17 and 18. We're supposed to do this. This is the type of judgment because it's not being done is, is a big reason why the church is in the shape that it's in. This is just one small example of the church not judging sin and letting this garbage in. And the church then becomes so defiled and so putrid and so lukewarm, that anything goes. So what happens. The LA Times describes another Diaz demonic disaster as the crown of thorns, an obvious reference to the Lord Jesus Christ, as the crown of thorns portrays an emaciated torso that gives way to tree roots below the waist, two severed arms, extended as if on the cross, and a single thorn-enriched eye, where the head would be, like the all-knowing eye, where the head would be of Jesus Christ. This goes on to say, God help us. What sick, perverted, wicked, and ungodly blasphemy and pod plasters Diaz's spiritual perversion on their own album covers. For a view at some of Diaz's sick art, I, there's a link. I didn't click in it. I, I don't want to see it. I've seen enough. uh, This site is a picture of Jesus on the cross as a scorpion with the number 13. Another some of his artwork. You Christian young people that continue continue to defend Pod, you better wake up. Daniel Martin Diaz's website, Pod's Artist, has an open invitation and and initiation into occult divination. Right on the guy's website, you can get initiated into the occult. Diaz proudly broadcast the following on his website, quote, Divination, the art or practice that seeks to foresee or foretell future events or discover hidden knowledge by the interpretation of omens or by the aid of supernatural powers. He's, he's promoting divination. Diaz has even included on his website downloadable occult objects and images to practice satanic divination. Diaz's website says, quote, these symbols can be used in meditation or as a div- 
or as a divisionary tool, meaning they're going to divine, like in witchcraft, as a divisionary tool to unlock the power of the subconscious. The page contains certain occult symbols in the shape of a cube or a cross. You download the pages, cut along the dotted lines, and construct your own occult images to induce demonic possession. This just gets crazier and crazier. More insane. I mean, you download these things, you cut across the dotted lines and construct your own occult images to induce demonic possession. Total insanity. One of the pages is titled Cubis, in which you cut out and create occult dice. Diaz's instructions say, roll the dice, meditate on the symbol, and discover hidden mysteries within yourself. Try rolling more than once. Create your own meaning for each symbol. Wow, create your own little cult religion, it sounds like. The Lord is very, very clear about the satanic practice of divination. Deuteronomy 18, 9 through 12 says, When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall be none, there shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch. Notice, they're all on the same level. Maketh his son or daughter to pass through the fire. What's that mean? That means child sacrifice. When that term was used in the Bible, it was typically when they tried to sacrifice their children to either Molech or Chemosh. Deities that required child sacrifice in order typically to gain prosperity, financial prosperity. Can you imagine sacrificing your child so you could gain financial prosperity? But notice, this, the next thing mentioned after child sacrifice is, or that useth divination, or an observe. And back then, it was a death sentence. If you got caught doing this, as a, as a, um, in the Jewish Levitical law system, you were, you were done. You were taken out and killed. You were stoned. I don't, I don't think there was any pleading for mercy. It was very black and white. Why? Because they knew that if that person were to remain within the camp, so to speak, that it would defile the whole camp. This is why Achan, in the Battle of Ai, they lost the Battle of Ai when they went into the Promised Land, and when they inquired of the Lord why it had been so, it's because Achan had taken the Babylonian garment and some wedges of silver from Jericho and brought them into the camp. He brought sin into the camp. And they lost the next battle. They lost like 26, 7, 8 people or something in the battle of Ai. Because one guy had done this and brought sin into the camp. Brought cursed objects into the camp. It was that serious of an issue back then. It's still that serious of an issue now. But now it's not even taught. Stuff like this is not even, oh, you mean the churches aren't going to warn you. The 501c3 corporate churches are most of the time not going to warn you about this stuff. Not all of them, but most. You're never even going to hear about this stuff. So you're bringing cursed objects into your house, and you don't even know they're cursed, and it's affecting you spiritually. 
And you don't even know it's affecting you spiritually. And none of it's positive. It's all negative. You're being defiled. It's like a little leaven leaveneth the whole lump. You're giving devils and demons access to you. Let's go further. There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh a son or daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times. That would be like astrology. Not astronomy, but astrology, where you, you read your horoscope. That's forbidden. Okay, that's, that's a form of, of witchcraft. Or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer. Well, these are all in the realm of witchcraft. Or a consulter with familiar spirits. Remember I talk, talk, mentioned earlier about familiar spirits? Or a wizard or a necromancer. Necromancer are supposedly those people that talk to the dead. The only thing they're talking to are familiar spirits of that dead person. But, but when he manifested, it looked like Uncle Jim. Just like him. And he talked like Uncle Jim. It's because that familiar spirit is familiar with that person that died. And he can manifest like that in order to deceive you. And a lot of people, they have one experience like that, and it's like they'll never get saved. Because that was more real to them than anything they've ever experienced. So they figure, well, if Jim's really walking around, and he's haunting this house, or whatever, then I guess the Bible isn't true, because the Bible says you either go to heaven or hell. So they'll, they'll rather believe in that one experience they've had with a spirit than they would the word of God. A lot of times all it takes is one satanic parlor trick to, to seal a person's fate, is what I've found. I'm not saying God couldn't open their eyes, but rarely do I see it happen. And, which is really sad. Uh, and then the next verse, For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. So anybody that uses divination included. And because of these abominations of the Lord, thy God doth drive them out before thee. Um, and then the next verse is uh, uh, from 2 Kings 17. And they caused their sons and their daughters to pass through the fire and used divination and enchantments and sold themselves to do evil in the sight of the Lord, to provoke him to anger. So, I mean, it's not really good when you've got ritual child sacrifice, literally sacrificing your child a live baby in the fire. And how I heard that it was done was that they would um, have Moloch there and um, is like a bull and he would have hands out, kind of not outstretched but like with palms up and they would heat a fire underneath the hands and you would Take your live baby and put it on the white hot hands and the, the hands were slightly pointed up and he had a hole in his belly and when you put the baby on there it would roll, not only would it start frying your baby, but it would roll into its stomach, into this into this idol. And people did this to secure prosperity or, 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 to, or to whatever appease the gods? I mean, this is so sick, it's not even, you, you can't even comprehend it. It's so evil. Going back to this article, by the way, Pod's website has a link to Diaz's occult and divination website. 
So Pog has a link to this devil's website. And on the special PlayStation game, Pod has a special feature segment on Diaz. So I guess they got their own PlayStation game. I guess you know you hit it big when you got your own PlayStation game. I doubt they'll ever come on, come out with one about me. The Scott Johnson PlayStation game. I doubt it. Really doubt it. But yeah, they've got their own um, PlayStation game, Pod does, and it has a special feature on Diaz. I guess, you know, get Demon Possessed in three easy steps, maybe. I don't know. Diaz's website contains hidden meta words, search words, and phrases. These are words that Diaz uses to describe his site. The web visitors cannot see these search words, but search engines such as Google, Yahoo, etc. can, quote, see them. Search words are words that best describe the website. If you type in any of these hidden search words, Google will see them, and in return, Diaz's site will, um, uh, will come up as a valid hit. What are some of Diaz's hidden and descriptive search words? Here are some of his search words on his website. Dark art, mystic Christ, shaman, uh, shamanic, shamanic art, astrology, shamanism, alchemical healing, metaphysics, personal transformation, shamanistic journey, shamanistic energy and healing. I mean, shamanisms are just basically witches. Like, um, particularly in the Indian type of vein, a, a shaman, you know, or, or in, um, like, the, the, May, the Mayans or, or the Incas, or you, you, they would have, like, shamans, which were their high witchcraft priests. Okay? Uh, shamanic germany, journey, shamanic energy healing, ceremonial ritual, esoteric, magical, Devil, Satan, 666. These are words that if you search for, you're going to go to this guy's site. And this is the guy, and this is the guy that does the artwork for Pod. That Pod links to on their website. And this is just one group I'm talking about here. Some more words that he has in his meta tags. Demonic attack. The right of exorcism. Devil or demon. Um, then my name is Legion. What, like in the Bible? The maniac? Yeah. When he says, my name, when Jesus says, what is your name? He says, my name is Legion, for, for we are many. Yeah, same one. Um, Mark 5, 1 through 13. Chakra, dementia, guts, gore, music, hell, serial killers, crime, blood, dark, occult, paranormal, witchcraft, dead bodies, Halloween, corpses, gruesome, dark and demented portal site geared to unusual aspects of life. That's a quote. That's the end of the quotes of the words that were on the site. Dark and demented portal site geared to unusual aspects of life? I don't think that's a keyword search I've ever done. I mean, this is just unbelievable. This is how... Little backbone and discernment the churches have. Because it shouldn't be me getting up here having to do a study like this. It should have been as soon as this group reared its, its disgustingly ugly head, you should have had churches turning out in unison, warning their members of this satanic group. I mean, all you'd have to do is take a few looks, look at their the way they act, what they portray, how they look, their tattoo-covered, pierced bodies... Their album covers, who they're associated with. 
No, none of that. As far as I know, not really. Hardly any. Diaz is also a member of the gothic band Blind Divine. Blind Divine. He's a member of this gothic band. The following occult and witchcraft websites, among many others, that link to Diaz's website and art are as follows. These are right. These are websites, um, and there's many others, that link to Diaz's website and art. Wicca. The Witchcraft Chat Room at wicca-chat.com. Darkness Rising at darknessrising.com. Deviant Art. Deviant, like a deviant, like a sick, twisted pervert. Deviant Art. Death and Dementia at deathanddementia.com. Galactica Publishing, the Journal of Paganism, Occultism, and Mysticism, Existentialism, and Western Culture. Anathema Occult Books, meaning like cursed, anathema, cursed, the spirit of God has departed. Anathema Occult Books. Dark Side of the Net, and Dark Sites. I didn't give you all the websites, the, the websites are listed here. These are websites that link to his art, and Pod promotes his website and has his artwork on their album covers. So, my young Christian friend, I do I know you do not fully understand the spiritual dangers of this stuff. Now, this is like writing to somebody who'd be listening to Pod. Maybe there's parents out there that have children or even grown children that listen to this and still think this is a good being. Well, they need to hear this teaching. In fact, it'd be good that they listen to the whole, all this teaching, but if, if you can only get them to listen to one, and if they were listening to this group, this would be the one. It's irrefutable. There's no way this can be disproven. This is, this is stuff that's from their album covers, that they've admitted to, that they've openly promoted. It's indefensible. If this was a court of law, it'd be an open and shut case. The jury would only have to deliberate for 4.2 seconds before they deliver a guilty verdict. It's not because I've done such a brilliant job presenting the information. It's just because it's so incredibly flagrant. Anybody with any discernment whatsoever would be able to identify this as evil. And not only evil, flagrantly, predeterminedly evil. This goes on to say, I know music can grab you and influence you, but leave this stuff alone. You cannot possibly imagine the spiritual danger you are embracing. This is just not another music. You are opening your heart and your soul to something serious and sinister. Stay away from it. David Bowie in Rolling Stone magazine, I inserted this in there because it applies to this. David Bowie, that devil, he's just disgusting, that guy. I never liked him even when I was unsaved. Um... David Bowie in Rolling Stone magazine, February 12, 1976, stunned the music world when he said, quote, rock, and I would and I would propose secular or Christian. Because there's no such thing as Christian rock. There's biblical guidelines for music, and I need to put that link in here because there's a whole site devoted to that, the biblical guidelines for music. In fact, I'll put that link in here at this point. It'll be about on page 19 to 20. 
David Bowling, Rolling Stone magazine, stunned the music world when he stated, Rock has always been the devil's music. I believe rock and roll is dangerous. I feel we're only heralding something even darker than ourselves. David Bowie said rock and roll was dangerous. Rock music. I feel we're only heralding something even darker than ourselves. See, rock music is heralding, proclaiming the coming of the Antichrist, the false prophet. It is ushering that process in. It's just one of the things that's doing it, but it is doing it in a very powerful way. In the song The Conjuring, like he conjures spirit, by Megadeth, the real mission of rock is clearly heard when it says, I am the devil's advocate, a salesman, if you will. Come join me in my infernal depths. I've got your soul, end of quote. And then guitarist Craig Chicaro of the rock group Jefferson Starship said, rock concerts are the churches of today. Yes, they are. I watched this video about Marilyn Manson the other day. You, you talk about a guy that, that is so vile, so evil, so wicked, so corrupt. It was so blasphemous. I mean, you, you, you can't even hardly watch it. But it literally was like a satanic, Nazi-like Marilyn Manson church service. To the point where he literally was tearing up real Bibles and quoting verses out of the Bible, mocking them, and then tearing the Bibles Bibles he had up. And he was behind a pulpit with a circle and a uh, lightning bolt pointed down, like kind of like the Nazi SS lightning bolt. Well, you know where they get that from? When, when uh, Jesus said, I beheld Satan fall as lightning from heaven, when you see the lightning bolt and it's going down, not only is it like the Nazi SS symbol, but it's symbolic of Satan falling from heaven. He had those flags all up around him, like Nazi flags, those real long ones they used to have with swastikas in the middle. Well, this one had a circle with a lightning bolt in the middle. And he was preaching from a pulpit where he had one of these symbols, and he had a Bible, and he was and he was mocking it and quoting certain things out of it, and then tearing it up and throwing it in, in the crowd. Because there was people outside that had been protesting, Christians out there, trying to witness to the people going in. Man. I'll tell you, I saw that, man. That really got me really fired up. Righteous and indignant. Be, be ye angry and sin not. Anyway, yeah, that guy is about as wicked and as evil as you could possibly ever be. He does stuff in concert. There's no way I could even say it on uh, audio. I couldn't even tell you what he does in concerts. And these people are just hanging over hell by a thread. And yet, they act like they're 90 feet tall and bulletproof. And every one of them, just like any other unsaved person, is hanging over hell by a thread, essentially. Their next breath could be their last, and yet they live like they're 90 foot tall and bulletproof. It is just unbelievable how self-deluded and prideful you can get. Okay, I just took a small break there to insert that link to the Biblical Guide to Christian Music. They give you some good, solid things to go by. 
uh, kind of a pretty extensive uh, study on that particular subject. So let's go further. We're going to end here with uh, talking a little bit about Point of Grace, the uh, Christian uh, woman's Christian group that's out there. Uh, But before we do that, we're going to talk about Earth, Wind, and Fire because it relates to an Earth, Wind, and Fire song that Point of Grace sings. Uh, There is no mistake in the New Age occult message of the group Earth, Wind, and Fire. They openly saturate their album covers with occult symbols and imagery. A quick glance at their albums is a visual barrage of the all-seen eye of Horus, Shiva, Jupiter, zodiac signs, pyramids, hexagrams, and the Egyptian Ankh, and many others. Throughout paganism, they also have the Caduceus sign, which I talked a lot about in my Pharmakia sorcery study. Throughout paganism, the concept of Mother Earth is God begins with Earth, Wind, and Fire. On the back of the Earth, Wind, and Fire's Greatest Hits, Volume 1, the pagan heresy is promoted with the words, In the beginning there was Earth, Wind, and Fire. Rather than, In the beginning there was God. That type of thing. God is replaced with the pagan elemental God of Earth, Wind, and Fire. One of their albums is entitled Avatar. Avatar with an Egyptian Ankh, which is like a cross with a loop in the top of it. Kind of a oval loop in the top of it. It's very pagan. Um, Avatar is the New Age superhuman god known by Christians as the Antichrist. The occult world is longing for the New Age Luciferian author Alice Bailey. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Is the New Age superhuman god that the occult world is longing for. New Age Luciferian author Alice Bailey writes in The Reappearance of the Christ, the coming of the Avatar, the advent of the coming one, and in terms of today, the reappearance of the Christ, are the keynotes of the prevalent expectancy. That's Alice Bailey, who is the main person promoted at Devil Betraya, or Lord Betraya, as he refers to himself, and Benjamin Krem's United Nations sponsored website, Share International. So, she, they're the main, she's the main author that they promote, if that tells you anything about her. The, the, quote, Christ that Bailey is referring to is not the Lord Jesus Christ of the Bible, but Lucifer of the Bible. Bailey's publishing company was originally titled Lucifer Publishing, and then she changed, I believe, to Luci- Lucius Trust or Lucius Publishing. The coming avatar is none other than the Antichrist. Earth, Wind, and Fire is more than an innocent music group. Founder and leader Maurice White proudly admits their music is to preach their metaphysical occult message. That's why they exist, Earth, Wind, and Fire. He said, quote, now this is the founder and leader, he said, quote, I always studied metaphysics and Egyptology. It got so interesting. What I was trying to do was share with the audience what we were learning at the time. As we learned more, we went about trying to share it with the audience, bringing a message to the music. In the same interview, Verdine of Earth, Wind, and Fire also promotes insight into their New Age message, acknowledging they promoted the demonic practice of occult transcendental meditation. She says, Maurice always studied astrology, numerology, and astronomy. We introduced transcendental meditation to a lot of the black audience. That was very new for them. Of course, the Beatles had brought TM, meaning Transcendental Meditation, to the people in the 1960s. But we brought it into the 70s to an audience that was looking for something alternative. The Beatles were the ones that originally brought it through 
the rock industry. They had that yogi that they followed, and they were heavily involved in transcendental meditation and the occult and witchcraft and Aleister Crowley and you just about name it. They were incredibly wicked and evil. Earth, Wind, and Fire were kind of trying to do the same thing in the 70s, but also really gearing this to the black races. Whereas the Beatles were appealing more in the 60s to the whiter races to get into this transcendental meditation because by emptying your mind and going into these altered states of consciousness, your mind is totally all open to demonic infestation. Particularly when it's a demonic way you're doing it. This isn't like meditating on the word of God. Okay? This is opening your mind, opening doorways where you will become demonically infested. That's why Satan loves to promote it. Their song, Earth, Wind, and Fire's Serpentine Fire, nice, like serpent, Serpentine Fire, is based on the New Age teaching found in Shah Kriza Yogi Meditation Cult. On the back of Earth, Wind, and Fire's Greatest Hits, Volume 1, it has this enlightening statement, quote, Looking back to the pyramids and forward to the eternal cosmos, Earth, Wind, and Fire conjured up some of the most enduring songs of our time. End of quote. Incredible, as the word conjure means to call upon or command a devil or a spirit by invocation or spell. And this is from their own album, their own words. On many of their album covers is the occult symbol for the god of Jupiter. And I give you the symbol here. Uh, It's like a kind of a stylized number four looking symbol. It stands for Jupiter. Uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire's song Jupiter, they have a song called Jupiter, describes a visit from a Superman avatar light being named Jupiter. Interestingly, the name Lucifer means light bearer. Um, Do you know who Jupiter is? Occult research author William Hutchinson said Jupiter is painted with horns. He is the same as Baal, or Baal. um, B-A-A-L, you know, uh, the Baal of the Bible. Satanist Anton LaVey writes in the Satanic Bible, the Phoenicians worship the fly god. Baal, from which comes the devil, Beelzebub. Beelzebub actually means Lord of the Flies. That's what the name means. Um, Anyone slightly familiar with the Bible recognizes Baal as the devil worshipped in the Old Testament. In Jeremiah 19.5, the followers of Baal burnt their sons for a human sacrifice to Baal. They have built also the high places to Baal to burn their sons with fire for burnt offerings unto Baal, which I commanded not, nor spake it, neither came it into my mind. That's God speaking in Jeremiah 19.5. There is no question to the motive, message, and mission of the music of earth, wind, and fire. They proudly and loudly boast of their occult message and their mission. And I give you three album covers here to earth, wind, and fire. And I mean, they are the most wow blasphemous, evil, chock full of occult symbols that you could just about ever... I don't think I've ever seen anything quite like it. I mean, I could do studies on each album cover. The Scarabus, uh, winged Scarabus that we talked about in the third day, uh, that's on there. The All-Knowing Eye of Lucifer, the Hexagram, the Ankh, the symbol for Jupiter, the Caduceus, Oh my, with a hexagram. The all-knowing eye of horse on top of the pyramid. Uh, The Egyptian priest. I mean, you name it, it's on here. 
so, would a born again Christian fill would a born again Christian fill their heart and mind with Earth, Wind, and Fire's New Age metaphysical Baal inspired message? And even worse, would a supposedly born again Christian that is guided in all truth by the Holy Spirit sing and promote the metaphysical Baal inspired demonic message of Earth, Wind, and Fire? Believe it or not, the CCM group, meaning Christian. I don't know, contemporary Christian, whatever, rock group. Believe it or not, this group, Point of Grace, includes it on their album, Life, Love, and Other Mysteries of the Earth. Uh, And Other Mysteries. They actually have the song, by Earth, Wind, and Fire, sing a song. Um, He goes on to say, I kid you not, it is there, check it out. In other words, they literally... You know how there's different groups out there that will re-sing a popular secular song? Well, Point of Grace, this Christian artist group or whatever of four women, have it and sing it in this album entitled Love and Other Mysteries. Remember the album note we previously read where Earth, Wind, and Fire boasted about conjuring up their music. One of the devil's Conjured songs on that particular album is Sing a Song. And that's the one point of grace performs. Let me also remind the reader that for every life, love, and other mystery album sold by point of grace, a percent or a royalty is paid to Earth, Wind, and Fire for the use of their music. Wow. Every time a Christian buys life, love, and other mysteries, they are financing the, the occult message of Earth, Wind, and Fire as well. And make no mistake, Point of Grace is a merchant advocate for earth, wind, and fire and their message. Do not tell me how the Holy Spirit is using Point of Grace. The Holy Spirit is not going to lead and guide Christians to sing the occult songs of earth, wind, and fire. You can scream and kick about Point of Grace being a blessing, but that's not going to happen. Someone may think, what's the big deal of singing the metaphysical Baal-inspired songs by earth, wind, and fire? Tell that line to the prophet Elijah. May I remind you of the battle between Elijah and the prophets of Baal in 1 Kings 18. Remember how God answered Elijah's prayer and lighted the fire on the altar, and how the prophets of Baal cried aloud and cut themselves after the manner with knives and lancets till the blood gushed out upon them? And in 1 Kings 18.40, the Bible says, And Elijah said unto them, Take the prophets of Baal, let not one of them escape. And they took them, and Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishon and slew them there, killed all of them. See, that was the punishment for witchcraft back then. Basically an instant death sentence. Point of grace, singing and paying royalties to the prophets of Baal in earth, wind, and fire is an abomination. Here's a short list of some of the so-called Christian contemporary performers who sing worldly, secular songs. Amy Grant plays Joni Mitchell. We already talked about Amy Grant. Petra plays Argent, or Kiss. Kiss stands for Knights and Satan Service. The 77s, I don't, I'm not even familiar with most of these. 77s play Led Zeppelin. DC Talk plays Doobie Brothers, Beatles, Jimi Hendrix, Nirvana, REM. We're, we're going to talk, I think, about DC Talk in the next teaching on this, if we can get to that. Audio Adrenaline plays Edgar Winter. Point of Grace obviously plays Earth, Wind, and Fire. Jars of Clay plays Ozzy Osbourne. The Res Band plays The Who and Jefferson Airplane. Holy Soldier plays Rolling Stones. Rachel Rachel plays Kansas, meaning the rock group Kansas. 
Deliverance plays Black Sabbath, and MXPX plays Buddy Holly. Many, many more examples could be given. The Bible clearly commands us to come out from among them and be separate and to touch not the unclean thing. Uh, CCMers not only touch it, they honor it um, them by singing their songs, and not only that, by buying it. You know, you're bringing this stuff into your house and you're paying money for it. And so much of it is an absolute abomination in the sight of God. So, my advice to you is to definitely err on the side of safety if you have this stuff. The best thing, the best advice I could give you is if you can find a way to burn it, I would burn it. Because most likely, and I would almost guarantee you, every time you buy a pod CD, you're getting a pod full of demons. It's pod's adopted demon program. Okay, just like going out and buying an Ozzy Osbourne CD and bringing that piece of garbage into your house, these are cursed objects. And it's well known they place curses on the music. If you listen to John Todd's interviews, and you could say what you will about John Todd, okay? I believe the man gave out a ton of truth, a truth that people back then really had a hard time dealing with. And, you know, he was basically uh, discredited, and, and um, nobody really even knows what happened to the guy. But his research, what John Todd said, lines up with about everything I've ever seen regarding the rock music industry. And they literally put spirits on massive curses, spiritual curses on the master recordings that all of the other recordings are made. And when they go out and when you buy them, you're bringing the stuff into your home. And it will affect you spiritually. And it will blind you spiritually. And it will hinder your prayers. And open the doors to other things. Because a little leaven, meaning sin, leaveneth the whole lump. So it leads to other things. It's like a chink in the armor. Or like a crack in a dam. And you know that one crack turns into other cracks and then pretty soon the whole dam's falling down. So it's something that I know I'm giving you the right advice by telling you if you if at all possible, bare minimum, get rid of it, get it in the trash, preferably burn it. That's what they did in Acts. When all those people got saved, they, it said they brought all their, their books of curious arts, their, all their witchcraft manuals, and then it said it totaled into the thousands and thousands of pieces of silver. These people had paid a lot for this stuff. And they brought it together and they burned it. When did they do it? Right after they got saved. Most of the time back then, they got baptized right away and they, they burned all their, their witchcraft paraphernalia. Because back then, it was well known, you keep this stuff around... It's going to totally hinder your walk with Christ. It's, it's going to affect you in a massively negative, negative way. And it's going to hinder what you're able to do for God. Big time. So, there's a lot more to cover in this. Who knows how much longer I'll be able to get through this. Or how much longer it'll take me. Because there's a lot more to cover with this particular subject. But again, it's not like we're just talking about like today, we talked about about three different groups. Okay, um, this applies to the broad range of people in the contemporary Christian rock or pop music genre. We, I'm sure we could go through and do this over every single one of these artists. 
Okay, but we're just hitting some of the high points, and hopefully this will be enough to convince you that, you know, to err on the side of safety and to get out of this, to have nothing to do with it, to touch not the unclean thing, and then it says God will receive you when, we, when we're not touching the unclean thing. In 2 Corinthians 6, I believe, verse 17. So, I'll go ahead. That's all we have for today. I'm going to go ahead and close this out in a word of prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day and this time you've given us. I thank you for letting us come together again, Lord God, to explore these things. I pray that uh, blind eyes be open, Lord God, and ears, people, that you would give ears to hear, Lord, and hearts to receive truth, Lord. I, I do believe, Lord, these, these teachings regarding what we're talking about, I mean, it's pretty much a black and white area that we're talking about, when the facts are presented, Lord, and I just pray that, that you make that uh, abundantly obvious to my listeners or to people that um, need to be set free and liberated and that are caught in the bondage of, of, this, um, of this deception, Lord, and it, it is a bondage, and I pray that every devil, demon, evil entity, fallen angel, or fallen cherub that would try to hinder this prayer be bound up and rebuked and cast into the abyss until which time they then be cast into the lake of fire and that none would be able to come to take their place, that nothing would hinder this prayer, that you forgive us for any and all sins we've committed in any way, shape, or form as we forgive those who have sinned against us, that you cleanse us of presumptuous sins, Lord. Sins like we talked about today, Lord. Presumptuous sins. Sins that we presume are not even sins. I pray you cleanse us from presumptuous sins and secret faults that they would not have dominion over us because if we are not cleansed of these things, Lord, they will have dominion over us. And that the words of our mouth and the meditations of our heart would be acceptable and pleasing in thy sight, O Lord, our strength and our Redeemer. That you would use us mightily, Lord God, in the days and times to come, the body of Christ, that you would use us in this ministry to lead many people to the Lord Jesus Christ. I pray for souls, Lord. I pray for souls to be saved in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ by the power of the Holy Spirit, your angelic host, and through the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. I pray, Lord God, for souls to be saved for thy glory. And in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray these things. Amen.